Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the latest Record Celtic podcast. I'm Graeme Young and all the way from Italy, Alistair McKenzie discuss all the latest from Celtic Park ahead of Thursday's Europa League showdown with Lazio. On the pod today, we preview the big clash at the Stadio Olimpico. We discuss Chiro Immobile's injury and what that means for Lazio and Celtic. We also look at how Lazio uh, differ from the side that played at Celtic Park and how they perform in home turf. And what is the actual reality for Celtic fans, both in the city and the stadium itself, when they're travelling out this week? Alistair, thank you very much for joining us. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, good to be back on again. Excellent. No, it's great to have you on as well. Um, you were able to give plenty of insight the last time we're looking forward to more of the same today so first of all it was a massive win for Lazio on Sunday over AC Milan uh, they played very well by all accounts what was the feeling uh, about the performance of Simone and Zaghi's side? Yeah well I mean it was uh, it's, it was a kind of historic moment as well as being a, a win against a big team it was the first time they've actually got a win away to Milan in Serie A for 30 years so it's been one of the kind of biggest um, you know curses hanging over the team uh, in their league record so to get rid of that is one thing but also obviously uh, to get a win is another and it was their third league win on the trot all in the space of a week since that Celtic game so yeah to be honest I think the last time I was on I was talking about how unpredictable this team are how Inzaghi's come under a bit of pressure because results have ebbed and flowed a bit but uh, at the moment that has kind of completely changed since that game in Glasgow with those three wins and yeah, everyone's feeling a bit upbeat about things at the moment I think for a lot of Scottish football fans who grew up watching football Italia they, there's these preconceived notions Italian teams maybe quite defensive well organised but well, actually they're a bit of a thrill ride aren't they? Uh, they, they like to attack get bodies <laughs> forward they're, they're, they're fun to watch and they're very dangerous to play against yeah I mean a bit too much at times to be honest uh, it's not great for the kind of heart rate of the fan um, generally speaking because they are uh, they can be a bit too gung-ho I mean the last Celtic game was just after that draw with Atalanta and they came back from 3-0 down to, to draw 3 all. And that was kind of typified what this team are like, really. But since then, yeah, I mean, they've they've really had a, uh, done well to kind of find a way in the last week. Um, they got a win away to Fiorentina in Florence, um, and that came about with a late goal. Um, they went one one nil up in that game, and then as soon as Fiorentina equalised, everyone was. To be honest, a bit concerned that the same thing was going to happen that happened against Celtic, but not only against Celtic and two other games this season where they've thrown away a lead to, to lose the match. So I think that was quite a big turning point for the team to be up against it away from home and come come back with a good result. Um, then they absolutely hammered Torino on Wednesday night, 4-0. That was, without doubt, their best performance of the season. Um, and yet, you know, the questions around the defence will... 
you know, they're not going to go away anytime soon. And the, the result against Milan is, is good, no doubt. Um, but it is worth also considering for, like you mentioned, the Football Italia generation who are used to certain things about Serie A. This Milan side are an absolute country mile away from those you maybe grew up watching. Um, they're in a serious position of difficulty at the moment. Um, and Lazio are far from the only team who are going to come away with points from that match. So it's perhaps not the kind of big uh, shock result that it might have been in the past. But without doubt, it's uh, you know, a significant one for this club, given the history and yeah, given the records that they had to overcome to actually get a win in that game. And obviously, Lazio, they're anything but a, a one-man team, but it's all about Amole, the man who scores the goals. He's always in the right place at the right time. And he was doing it again against Milan, but there's also a bit of concern about an injury, a calf injury picked up as well. He was, it's not been a regular in the Europa League, but he was almost certain, I'd imagine, to start against Celtic, obviously with the significance of the match. Do, do you think he will make the match? And if so, uh, how would... If he doesn't make the match, how, how would Lazio go about trying to replace him for a match of this significance? Well, it's a good question because, I mean, at the, the game last night, he did pick up a knock. I mean, the, 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 initial, the initial reports coming off the back of that is that it isn't too serious. Um, but then the man who came on for him, Felipe Caicedo, then went and hurt his shoulder and he had to get substituted off after being substituted on. So he would be the natural person usually to slot in and start um, in the place of Immobile like he did in the first game in Glasgow. But um, yeah, with if they were both unavailable, that would put Lazio in a tricky situation and it would probably involve pushing one of the... Um, more attack-minded midfielders up closer to uh, Joaquin Correa, most likely Luis Alberto, um, but Danilo Cataldi has been used there before as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, you're right in saying it's it's been all about Immobile. Um, recently, his you know he's the top scorer in Serie A and he has 100th goal for the club in I think 147 games last night. So he's been absolutely phenomenal, but. To be honest, I think that that's, uh, it's not quite right to say it's all about him because Luis Alberto, if anything, has been as influential and as impressive this season as Immobile. Um, he's currently leading the league for assists, but that only really tells a part of the story because he's absolutely crucial to the entire way that that team ticks, that team attacks. And um, I think his absence was felt in the game in Glasgow. I mean, I think Lazio still put in a pretty good performance in that game and, and we're unlucky to come away without anything. Um, Zaghi himself called it the best performance of the season after the game, which I don't think anyone was totally buying. But um, I think if you've got a fully fit Alberto in that midfield and if you've got Immobile up front, they are a totally different prospect. And I think they're also a totally different prospect when they're playing at home than when they're playing away. So... Um, I think that's something Celtic perhaps need to be uh, very careful about is the prospect of playing this team with Alberto and Immobile in the team as opposed to the one they came up against last time. And that brings on nicely. I think that's a, the, when you read about Lats, you, you see what they're about. They're, obviously, they proved they were able to pick up a victory in the San Siro, which obviously 30 years in the making, but they're a, a team that specialises in uh, putting the heat on the opposition at home. Uh, Sadio Olympico is an iconic stadium. What is it that? What do you think are the main differences from the Lazio side that play away from home to the one that thrives uh, on home turf? 
Um, well, I mean, I think most teams prefer to play with home advantage. Um, uh, it's you know, it's it's never full, um, which isn't a rare problem in in Italy, unfortunately. But they do still get a decent crowd. I think the average around between thirty to thirty-five thousand, so it's still a good support, even though half the stadium's empty. And um, yeah, on top of that, I think it's perhaps a little bit of a mentality thing as well. And that was something I think I discussed a little bit last time I was on about the questions that have been asked about the team's kind of mental fortitude and how they are um, capable of collapsing or going in and out of games. Um, That happens a lot less in front of their own fans who are obviously making demands of them on the pitch than it does when they're away from home. Um, and I think it's it's also just become almost habitual now. You know, it's uh, they're they're unbeaten at home this season, um, but they uh, for for sure the uh, performance they put in against Torino on Wednesday was was the best we've seen them, and was really a kind of um, warning as to what can happen to to opposition when they come and they're not fully prepared for what's to come at them. Because I think you know you've already mentioned the fact that they do like to get at teams um, I think they're probably even more willing to do that um, in their home games they're more used to you know the pitch the dimensions it's a big pitch at the Stadio Olimpico there's a lot of space there for them to exploit and um, yeah I think that that's something they really they really thrive on when they're at home so it's another question you know what that's going to be like on Thursday though because um, as I'm sure you're aware, there's uh, about 9,000 Celtic fans expected to come over for the game. And as things stand, I think there's only about 5,000 Lazio fans who are going to bother turning up. So um, hopefully that improves over the next couple of games. Um, they have struggled to get good crowds for Europa League group games over the last couple of seasons. But uh, Do you think the yeah, significance this one, of this match, do you th- will that maybe bring a late surge of supporters uh, heading up for, for battle against Celtic? Or do you think just... Um, it's too late for that do you think there will be an upsurge in uh, Lazio supporters making the trip to the stadium I mean I I would like to think so I mean I hope so but uh, you know the the Covenard section of the stadium which is always the most populated is shut for this game Um, there are you know enough sections of the stadium to still get a good uh, a good crowd along but obviously the prices increase for most of those sections of the stadium the guys who usually occupy the Curva Nords um, are likely to go in the Tribuna Tevere, which is the kind of big stand alongside the pitch. Um, and so I think there there still will be an element of a kind of noisy home support, but it does totally change the complexion of what that home support offers and what it's all about um, when that section is, is closed, because that is the section that's producing the atmosphere for almost all their home games. So in terms of it being such an important game, um, it's true, you know, it is essentially a make-or-break match for them in this competition. Are Lazio interested in uh, winning the Europa League? Is that their focus or is it getting the last Champions League place through Serie A? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I was about to move on to. That's that's something we spoke about last time, this kind of apathy around the competition from the supporters and that seems to kind of seep into a lot of their performances in this group stage. The fact that in the past they've managed to stroll through the group stage pretty easily and it tends to be when they get into the knockout stage that people start talking about that and people start taking it a bit more seriously but um, I don't know I think uh, certainly after 
um, the week that's just passed, I think that has really uh, caused a big upsurge in belief that this team can qualify for the Champions League this season, um, which was the objective they set out with. But at the time of the last Celtic game, it looked pretty unlikely, to be honest. At the start, they'd made the, the errors they were making, the games, they, the points they'd thrown away already this season, whereas now they're actually in the top four. Um, the, the thing is, you know, it's it's uh, we're two games away from the international break now, so you would like to think that they've got enough about them to put out a full-strength team on Thursday, then again um, on the weekend against Lecce, uh, and then everyone can put their feet up a bit for a week. But uh, yeah, it's it's not easy to to say for sure uh, what team Zaghi's going to put out and what how much the the home support are really going to pay attention to it because for a lot of them who have been so frustrated and. Lazio have found about every possible way to just about not get into the Champions League over the last 10 years. Um, so that is, it's become almost an obsession with this fan base to, to get there. Um, so I think for a lot of um, those fans, for sure, they wouldn't really think it's the worst thing in the world to go out of the groups and not everyone's going <laughs> to gonna go out saying that. But uh, I think this year in particular, Serie A definitely is the, um, the priority for this club. Excellent. And I think turning to Celtic themselves, obviously it was a fantastic win. Neil Lennon um, got an envious record in Europe with Celtic over the years. That's two victories and a draw so far in this Europa League campaign. But Celtic obviously at times were had to ride their luck at home while actually had plenty of chances. How are Celtic viewed purely from a football perspective in Italy, uh, Alistair? What, how are they perceived? Are they, they regarded as a team that Lazio should fear or... Uh, or they viewed more that it was a maybe a lucky result for the, the Scottish side and they'll get their uh, just desserts in Italian soil? Yeah, I mean, there has been a bit of that. Um, yeah, the, the the way Celtic were viewed over here, for sure, the um, there was a lot of talk about the, uh, the atmosphere that Celtic Park generates and famous European nights there and so on and, and about how Lazio were going to stand up to that challenge and there's, you know, a, a lot of the, the typical, I suppose, stereotyping of Scottish teams being physical and the usual stuff you get, really. But, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of the reaction to the game, there was definitely um, a general sense of the lads who were unlucky not to, to win the game, let alone lose it, because uh, the chances they had, the saves Fraser Forster made, um, and the way they conceded the goals, uh, you know, it's the kind of result that a lot of people believe could have easily gone um, another way on another day. But uh, then again, that's that's what Lazio have not been great at doing, is uh, putting away the chances that they create when they come. And a lot of people got a bit sick of uh, complaining about that. So, yeah, I, I think that in general, um, people aren't too fearful of Celtic as a football team and in terms of what they, you know, the ability they have. But they do undoubtedly have that... Uh, a kind of team spirit and never say die attitude and, and those kind of qualities um, which I think are probably greater than Lazio's so I think uh, between a home game and an away game it's likely to be um, a different story if if the uh, if the, the full strength teams are, are put out but uh, yeah I mean so far the, the kind of build up to it has been more or less that, that Lazio were um, unlucky last time and that they should have enough to, to get a result if they're at full strength in this match. 
And that is the expectation from Simonians. I get it's likely to be a full strength team, Alistair. Um, probably not entirely. Um, I think there'll be there's a bit of rotation in defence. There there always tends to be with Inzaghi. He does chop and change his defence a lot, and uh, he wants to give chances to guys who otherwise don't really get them in the league. So. I think we'll probably see a few changes there. Um, might be quite similar to uh, to the game in Glasgow, although Bastos is unlikely to start that match. He scored an own goal last night. He had a bad game in Glasgow and um, in general is a little bit of a liability, to be honest. So I think he might be left out um, and it might be Luis Felipe, a young Brazilian, um, Brazilian under-23 international, He'll probably start with a Cherby and, and Dennis Favreau start the last game. Um, as for the rest of the team, I mean, I think uh, it's possible that uh, Milinkovic Savic will be dropped or, or rested and Marco Parolo come in. Um, How highly do you rate Milinkovic Savic? Obviously, there was a lot of talk. That's 50, 60 million pound moves. Uh, that was obviously two seasons oh, ago. Yeah. I mean, more than that. I mean, it's uh, the Lazio president's been saying he's rejected 160 million euro offers for him, which no one really believes, to be totally honest. But um, it does tell you a lot about how highly rated he is. And he's What's your a thoughts on Malta? Well, he's a bit of a frustrating player. He had an absolutely incredible season in 2017-18 and he was by far and away the best midfielder in Italy that year. Funnily enough, he then went on won the, the new prize for Serie A midfielder of the year last season, but actually he wasn't very good last season. And um, yeah, there, there are a few kind of potential reasons for that. I mean... He had his first World Cup in the summer of 2018 and, you know, he's a big guy as well. He's about six foot three and he never really had time to have a full pre-season or get his condition back after that World Cup and it was a new experience for him as well. And I think that, that he kind of dragged that lack of fitness into the season and never got totally up to speed. And this season he has started um, a lot better than he did last year. He is a player that on his day, honestly, this guy can do absolutely anything. I mean, he's often... Uh, compared to Paul Pogba, you can see where that comparison comes from because he's a big guy with a delicate touch who likes to drive forwards, who can do a bit of everything in terms of passing, dribbling, shooting. Um, but there's still a, a general consensus that he's not quite um, delivering consistently enough. He's never quite returned to that level he reached in, in 1718. And as a result, the kind of uh, valuations that people talk about with these transfer stories now are a fair bit lower than they were two years ago. So um, he's still a top quality player, but, um, you know, he, he can be found out a little bit. Um, in the Milan game last night, um, Stefano Pioli got uh, Krunic, Radi Krunic in the mid, mid Milan midfield to essentially kind of man-mark him and give him no time on the ball. And as, as a result, he had very little influence on the game. And... Um, was kind of shut down as a as a creative force. Ended up picking up a yellow card and getting taken off. So, um, yeah, he's he is the all round package when he's when he's on his day and he can kind of single handedly destroy teams when he feels like it. But he does uh, drift in and out a little bit too much. Okay, so just a final one from us, Alistair. Just it's been a lot of tension, obviously, with the initial Lazio. Um, racism and fascism charged from UEFA followed by the banners from both sets of supporters um, Lazio the 
horrific Nazi salutes to a section of supporters before the game in Glasgow. Celtic responded, obviously, with a banner of their own. But for supporters travelling to Rome itself, can you maybe uh, dispel any kind of myths or allay any fears about what supporters will expect in the city itself and the stadium? Um, well, I mean, in the stadium to start with, I think that they'll, they can expect to be the, as I say, the dominant force in the game, probably because uh, at the moment they're going to outnumber the home fans. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you know those those scenes, those video clips in Glasgow were absolutely horrific to see. The most depressing thing about it was that it wasn't all that surprising. Unfortunately, there's. Um, an extremist wing within the Lazio Ultras who have been responsible for this kind of stuff before. But it is also always worth remembering that that is um, very, very far from being representative of, of the Lazio fan base at whole who um, were absolutely shocked and um, furious, really, to see these things happening um, in another country when essentially those guys are, are representing the, the club's image abroad. So... I think that, to be honest, uh, if if people aren't aren't looking for trouble, I, I think they're unlikely to find it. Um, these guys uh, are nasty pieces of work, but um, yeah, just I, the only thing I can really say is to pay attention to the advice that's being given. But um, I'm sure you know Celtic fans will, will come over, have a nice time in Rome. It's a, it's a nice place, um, and uh, they'll probably meet some real Lazio fans, share a beer and, and be able to enjoy the game. Um, I, I don't think that uh, uh, it's um, the situation is is, uh, is a dangerous one for your average fan. Um, but all I can say, I suppose, is to to listen to the advice that's out there and, and, and follow it. Alistair, can't thank you enough for joining us today. Really appreciate you uh, taking time out to speak to us. And hopefully we'll get you on at some point in the future. Maybe the teams could meet in the knockout stage or there could be more Italian uh, opposition for Celtic along the way in this tournament. Really appreciate you joining us, Alistair. Thank you. No problem at all. Cheers. Thank you. That's all from us this week. We'll be back next week to discuss the latest from Celtic Park. Don't forget to subscribe at iTunes or Acast to get the podcast as soon as it's available. 